doing today, people? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Rich Sports Report with your favorite host, the one and only Cozy Rich. We got a great episode for you guys, per usual. Uh, a lot has happened over the course of a week. A lot of teams have been eliminated from the NHL as well as the NBA playoffs. So I want to dig into that, give you some predictions, talk about the NBA draft a little bit, and we can go from there. But um, I wanted to start off. I wanted to start off originally with the NBA draft. The NBA draft lottery is the night of tonight, the night I'm recording this podcast for you guys. And the NBA draft lottery, for those of you may not that may not know, is where the teams in the NBA find out who gets to pick in what order. So which team gets the first, second, third, fourth, and et cetera draft pick. And I think this is a very important situation because this draft is very deep, in my opinion. The top five are stacked. And I'm going to give you a couple names. You may not know these people, but I'm going to give you a couple names and a little bit of background. Pablo Banchero, number one, future number one pick in my in my eyes out of Duke, 6'10 power forward, can score at all levels, three-point mid-range inside, has a back-to-basket game, can rebound. Not much of a playmaker at this point, but man's is only 19, and he has the whole game already. He's a scorer. He's a scorer. He's not that much of a defender, but he can defend, but he's a scorer. You got my man Chet Holgram, played out of Gonzaga. He's a center, also 19 years old. He's seven feet tall, but weighs less than I do. I weigh 193. He weighs 190. That's crazy being seven foot one. But his his game is, incre- is impeccable. Like, he, he can post up. He can face up. He can pass. He can take it up the court. He can rebound, obviously. My thing is, is that he's 190 pounds. In the NBA, he's going to get destroyed by the likes of people like Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. Andre Drummond would even dominate this man just because of how light he is. So I think he needs to put on some weight. But with that being said, he's another potential number one pick. Jabari Smith out of Auburn is another future future potential number one pick. He had an all-star year this year. Well, not all-star year, but all, all-time good year. This man is a freshman, was producing for, for Auburn. Was their best player? Was their best player, scorer, playmaker, rebounder? Whatever you needed them, whatever he needed them to do, or they needed him to do, he was able to do and perform. And then you have my man Jaden Ivey out of Purdue, who is Russell Westbrook 2.0 with a better jump shot. And I think that says enough for you because if you saw Russell Westbrook coming out of UCLA, you know how good he was. And I think Jaden Ivey has the potential to be even better, just because he's more skilled and he's more controlled at this age and pace. But I don't know. We'll see who ends up getting the pick. It could be the, the first number one overall pick. It could be the Rockets. It could be the Magic. It could be the Kings, the OKC Thunder, etc. There's a lot of teams. So when you guys are watching this, whoever gets the number one pick, I honestly think they're going to either go with Chet Holmgren or no, Pablo Banchero or Jabari Smith. Those are my two number ones or faves to go number one. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Now, enough about the NBA draft. Let's talk about Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. Um, last week, I predicted I predicted this correctly. Actually, I was wrong. I said the Mavs would lose to the Phoenix Suns, which they did not lose. Or, yeah, they did not lose. They ended up beating the Suns by 30. We're up by 46 at one point on the road. So that's my bad. That's honestly my bad. Luka Doncic, I didn't think he was going to be this good. But this man is an absolute problem. He had 27 points in the first half versus Phoenix. Phoenix had 27 points as a team to all together in the first half. So that just lets you know how dominating he is. But the Warriors versus the Mavs and the Heat versus the Celtics. Uh, the Celtics and Heat actually played tonight when I'm recording this episode in Miami. And 
Marcus Smart and Al Horford will not be playing in that game. And because of that, I think that is the reason why we'll lose game one. But I'm not worried about it because it's only game one of the series. And we are a great road team as well. I think we're the deeper team. I think we're the more physical team. I think we're the longer team as in, in terms of height. And I think we play better defense all around. And we have more and we have better scores. And I think all of that will play a part into the series, especially because we've beaten the likes of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and already Giannis. I think we've beaten two of the top three players in the world in this playoffs already. So playing Jimmy Butler and Bam Man out of bio in the Eastern Conference Finals, I don't think Jalen Brown, Robert Williams, Jason Tatum, Daniel Tice, Rock, you know, I mean, Grant Williams are scared of them. I don't think they're scared at all. You saw the way they played versus the Bucks, and I think they will be here to stay and compete against Miami. I honestly see the series going six games with the Celtics winning in game six at home. But with that being said, it has the potential to go seven because, like, like I said, Miami did get here for a reason. I just think the Celtics are a better overall team. So my pick is Celtics, Celtics in six. We we are taking a break, so you won't you won't be I won't be able to actually predict this game by game, which is why I'm giving my full prediction. But Celtics in six, and I got the Warriors beating the Mavs in five. Why the Warriors beating the Mavs in five? Because the Warriors have been here so many different times over the last decade. This is Luka Doncic's first time in first time with the Mavs since Dirk retired, which has been over a decade. So that's to let you know they're very inexperienced. The team isn't that deep. They're very one-dimensional as it pertains to Luka is really what makes the engine go. The Warriors can beat you in multiple different ways with Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, Jordan Poole. Even Andrew Wiggins could potentially go off at any point during the game. And they're they're very versatile as well. And I think defense is going to be a very important aspect of this, and especially the way the Warriors play defense or the way the Warriors move on offense is going to tire out the Dallas shooters on defense so they won't be as efficient nor as productive on offense, and I think that's going to double for Luka because no matter who he's guarding on that court, they are going to be running around screens all day, and I think that's going to take the wind out of him. And over a series, that's going to that's going to take a toll on you. But like I said, Warriors in five, and that's my prediction. So Celtics versus Warriors in the finals. This is something I predicted in the in the preseason. I, I was hoping for this. I was keeping my fingers crossed because every time the Celtics play the Warriors, play the Warriors. It's always a beautiful game to watch. It's great basketball playing on both sides. So, if I am correct with my prediction of the Celtics beating the Heat and the Warriors beating the Mavs and those two meeting in the finals, I got the Celtics winning in seven. We got home court advantage. Uh, I understand that the Warriors have Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson. They've done this before. But we're not LeBron. We're Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Rob Williams, Marcus Smart, Al Horford. We're a deep team. We're not one-dimensional. We play. We have the best defense in the league. We play Steph Curry very well when we play when we play them. Marcus Smart defends Steph Curry very well. I think Jalen Brown can contain Klay Thompson and or Jordan Poole. And I don't think anyone on the Warriors can match up with Jason Tatum. Not even Jalen Green or Draymond Green. So for those reasons, I, I genuinely believe that the Celtics, if they play the Warriors in the finals, will win in seven. 
and that'll be an all-time great series to watch because they will just be going back and forth two titans fighting each other but that is to be determined we're only at game one of the eastern conference finals when i am recording this so we got some time to go we got at least another month before we, we see what happens with the finals but that's really my predictions for the nba and the rest of the season what's going to happen i wanted to touch up on the last thing I, I mentioned last week when i recorded and that was the bruins i said they were going to beat the carolina panthers and they ended up losing and that loss knocked them out of the playoffs so i was wrong it's okay it's all right the bruins got them next year but the silver lining is that we still got the celtics and the red Sox are playing as well so we have the potential to win two chips this year still and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna have leave hope for that but with all that being said that's really all i got for you guys people a lot a lot has happened besides besides those things i've updated you on like i said we're gonna see what happens in a month to see if my predictions are right but with that being said it was great talking to you guys leave a comment subscribe like on this post on this podcast series it was great talking to you guys we're gonna take a little hiatus but in the meantime you know where to hit me you can at me on you can reach out to me on instagram at darnell richardson underscore or on twitter at cozy rich if you want to have a conversation with that being said it's great talking to you guys love you guys it's been a great episode but peace